Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Uh, we're glad you're here. Let me tell you about Grip6, our sponsor this half hour. Everything you buy, everything you eat, every piece of clothing you wear, it all came from someplace. And if you're like me, you'd like it to come from the United States of America. I mean, uh, you know. But if you are a manufacturer here in uh, the United States, it's hard to make things here in America because it costs more. So the people who are actually um, taking the risk and making everything in America, we should, uh, you know, as long as they're making a great product, we should um, frequent them. That is the case with Grip6. Grip6, they make great socks. They make great belts, wallets, everything else. Great Christmas gifts, good stocking stuffers. And all of it is made here in America. Grip6.com slash Beck. Go there now and save. It's grip6.com slash Beck. Burko shifts in his seat, adjusts his red tie. He's finding it hard to recall just how many children he raped when he was working for the United Nations in the Democratic Republic of the Congo in 2004. He said, I would say maybe 20, 25. I didn't count. Wait until you hear this story as three lawmakers are now saying it's time to get out of the UN. No more funding for the UN. We begin there in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Um, whether it is a grunt or a wince when you're getting up from your chair, the face that you make when you're when you're walking, all of a sudden that shooting pain in your knee, it's the way you look tired all the time. These are the these are the signs that you are in real pain. You don't get sleep at night. You look tired because of the pain. What do you say? You try to get your life back right now. And I know if you're like me, you tried everything. Try Relief Factor. It's a daily supplement. 
that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. It's 1995. Comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or your money-back guarantee. So give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief That's 800 the number 4 relief No better gift for yourself or a loved one than feeling good again. It's relieffactor.com. We say hello to uh, Mr. Pat Gray, who is joining us. I don't know if you saw this uh, story mm-hmm. uh, about the U.N., uh, Bourgeau was earning $7,000 a month as the head of logistics in the peacekeeping mission in Goma. I don't even know where Goma is. Do you? Uh, no. <clears throat> he was getting locals to procure children for him. He had two assets that ensured Jeez. children trusted him. He was white and he worked for the United Nations. He's- oh, you can always trust white people. Sure. Right? Always. Isn't that a pretty hard white people rule will do of you. thumb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He said the sex was consensual, but oh. is unsure if the children were afraid to say no. I'm I'm not sure. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Could be. Oh, my gosh. After the Congolese police wow. arrested him and the French authorities jailed him for nine years in 2008, the UN made a public promise to help his victims. That promise mm. was never kept. The U.N. said it couldn't find the victims. Fourteen years on. I bet they tried really hard. Yeah, they really, really hard. Yeah. 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 They're probably still looking right now. Uh, Well, no. 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 Darn it. Uh, Fortunately, uh, Channel 4, I don't know where Channel 4 is. Maybe this is uh, Channel 4 from um, uh, the BBC. Fourteen years on, we investigated sex abuse for Channel 4. It took only one afternoon for my producer to find four women who he had raped when they were children. Wow. The hunting ground was the slums um, and the airport where barefoot children in ragged clothes scamper through the alleyways. Adults remember the rapes well. One girl was 14 when she used to sell bananas by the side of the road to pay for her education, luring her with promises of help for six months. He took her to a hotel where he abused her. He was so old, as old as my father. He was a civilian part of the culture of U.N. personnel having sex with uh, prostitutes, including children. More than a decade on, that culture still persists. This story goes on to say how horrible these peacekeepers are from the United Nations. We've known this story forever, Pat. We've heard about the blue helmets going in and raping women and children for decades, decades. Yeah. And nobody's done anything about it. And yeah, they're, they're not just inept or ineffective. They're evil. They're evil. They're evil. They're evil. They're evil. Uh, Mike Lee, uh, Chip Roy, and uh, Representative Mike Rogers of Alabama now are pushing a proposal that would cut all of our ties to the U.N. and all of its affiliated entities, including the World Health Organization. Um, The U.N. doesn't deserve a single dime of American taxpayer money or one bit of our support. We should defund it and leave it immediately. And I'm proud to lead this critical effort alongside with Mike Lee and Mike Rogers. 
This is Chip Roy. No more blank checks for the United Nations. America's hard-earned dollars have been funneled into initiatives that fly into the face of our values, enabling tyrants, betraying allies, and spreading bigotry. With the Defund Act, we're stepping away from this debacle. If we engage with the U.N. in the future, it will be on our terms with the full backing of the Senate and the ironclad escape clause. This is fantastic. And not only should we leave it, we should force them to leave us. Get off our continent. Take your stupid organization to Belgium or someplace. This is not our continent. (laughs) What about Canada and Mexico? Okay, well, get off our mainland. Get yeah, off our okay. Get out of our country. Get off our island. Yeah, yeah, that'll show you. Seriously, doesn't this belong in Europe? Shouldn't it be in Belgium, just like the the European Union is, and every yeah. other one world organization yeah. known to man, including NATO? Get them, get them over there. Yeah, they'd love them over there. Well, they do. Well, love them. I don't know if the people love them anymore. Not the people, but yeah. certainly the European bureaucrats yeah. love them. Well. It, Bureaucrats here generally love them. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a time where our bureaucrats are more out of step all over the world. Right. I said this. I don't know, four or five years ago. This is not a war against Republican Democrat. This is truly um, between the elites and the people. And that's what's happening all over the world. That's what's happening in China. Yeah. That's what's happening in France and, and the Scandinavian countries and Germany. I wonder if that's why uh, people who are similar to Donald Trump, at least in rhetoric or in delivery, it is. are winning, winning all over the world. Yes, it is. Yeah, it uh, is. Argentina, the Netherlands. I mean, did you ever think Geert Wilders would be... Elected no. the uh, no the head of the Netherlands? I no way. No well, is way. he? Is he? Did he make it to prime minister? I don't think he they, has enough. They thought he was going to, but yeah, he, but he didn't. He just missed yeah. it, just shy of it. But, but still, I mean, that was really amazing. Yeah, we were advised by everybody not to have him on. He came to America. He came into the studios and we had him on and everybody was like, you can't have him on. He's he's a he's a racist, radical bigot. He's in. No, not so far. I mean, you know, doesn't have enough power uh, to really show it, but doesn't seem to be uh, in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And the same thing with the guy in Argentina. That guy looks great. He does. He does. He's just outspoken and people. For some reason, recoil at that. They don't. They don't like outspoken leaders. I guess people who just who are sick and tired of uh, pussyfooting around and just tell it like it is. And that's what he does. But that's that's not the people are not tired of that at all. No, they're not. They're not that at all. The left and, is tired. They, yeah, the left certainly doesn't want that. Correct. They don't want anybody speaking out yeah. because they are the fascists. I mean, when when and this was brought up yesterday by a few people, um, we talked about it yesterday when when Joe Biden says he's going to just take the um, uh, the formulas and just take the patents that from from the drug companies. Yeah. And we're supposed to be okay with that because the pharmaceuticals are all evil giants who make too much money and charge us too much. But I'm sorry, this is about freedom. This this can't be about the government just seizing control of everything they want. Uh, beyond that, they don't think they're bad. 
That's very the true. The government does it. The they're people, in bed with, with they're, Pfizer yes. and Moderna. Yes. We were... <laughs> I was never against big pharmaceutical. I thought big pharmaceutical, you know, it's a giant corporation. Yes, it's probably Mm -hmm. not doing things, but this is redistribution of wealth. This is, you know, to give to the have or give give to the have nots and screw the haves. We've always paid more here in America for our drugs. So people who don't have as much will pay less all around the country. Yeah, I've always thought, well, I don't like it, but okay. Well, now you see the government and pharmaceutical companies have been in bed for a long time. And all of a sudden, the left, who's been saying this forever, they love them. Yeah. They love them. They're best friends with the pharmaceuticals. Right. And now he's Hmm. saying, screw the pharmaceutical companies. I'm just going to take their patents. You Uh, can't do that. No. They're doing so many things they can't do, though. It's, It's amazing. I don't think can't means what we think it meant <laughs> yeah you know? no i know I, I the the other story that was really big yesterday was was the fbi maybe being thwarted in their uh civil asset forfeiture civil asset forfeiture problem which yeah. happened in los angeles remember that one from two years ago oh where they, yeah he stole anywhere from 85 to 100 million dollars worth of cash and goods people they went into this i think it was in beverly hills it wasn't was. it yeah, and they it went into this like you know vault. it's kind of like yeah mailboxes etc <laughs> kind <laughs> of vault it's not yeah. a bank it's just like this giant vault and people would rent safety deposit boxes well there was one guy who did they prove that he was doing things or not uh no and it wasn't i don't think it was an individual at all it was the company supposedly that operated or owned the safety deposit boxes and so they had the warrant to go look at the company's safety deposit boxes because they they thought there might be the illegal ill-gotten goods in their safety deposit they didn't find anything illegal there right but they were also ordered not to touch anybody else's safety deposit box any of the individuals they're not fair game they're off limits leave it alone so what they did instead was get into all 1400 safety deposit boxes and took it take everything they they took gold coins they took jewelry they took cash to the tune of eighty-five to one hundred million dollars worth, and and didn't and charge said, anybody with anything. No, and they said to the people, "Well, you go ahead, fight us on this. Are you part of it? Are you part of the problem?" Mm. I mean, Jeez. they they threatened them, yeah, uh, with prosecution if they said, "Hey, I want my stuff back." So a lot of people just was like, they were like, "I'm not going to fight with the United States government. I'm not going to." And in that. a lot of cases, they were wealthy people, and it didn't hurt them that bad. But that doesn't. That's beside the point, right? it's the principle of this thing. You can't just steal from people, if but they the, do. They do all the time. And it's not just the FBI. It's, right. it's our, it's, it's all the way down to our local police. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, it's, we, we have become Mexico. And unless this stuff is stopped, mm-hmm. when you put AI together with the federal government and all of oh, its man. private public partnerships, there ain't nothing left. No, nope. there's nothing left. What do you think of the uh, story today um, that the Democrats are coming out and they're saying companies like BlackRock can't own private houses? They can't invest oh, in yeah. private homes and just buy them all up. Mm. Wait a minute. What? Mm-hmm. Why? 
what is that all about? Why would the Democrats be leading that charge? And I didn't know that was happening in the first place. Did you? Were you aware? Oh, of that? yeah. The investment from BlackRock in oh, individual yeah. homes. Vanguard and everything else. Yeah. That's what's driving our property prices so high. They go Jeez. in and they buy it's entire insane. neighborhoods, sometimes two and three times above the asking price. So they just come in and they buy everything. And then they hold it. It mm. is part of the you'll own nothing. Uh, you'll rent from us. Wow. And so they're going in. And, that, and how hard would that be to turn that down? Even if you're a big critic of BlackRock or oh, Vanguard, come in for three they times come in and the say, price? I'll give you three times of the market value. It would be uh, uh, most, okay. Most people would not say no. Not right. I mean, I know a guy who is selling his house. Somebody from California came in. Some big rich person from California came in and said, uh, what are you asking for your house? And he said, it's not for sale. And he said, well, we've looked at the houses and, you know, your house is probably worth X amount. He put a million dollars on that amount plus, And then the oh. guy when the guy went, uh, wait, what? And he said, and I'll give you another million if you're out by the end of the month. He was out. Oh, my gosh. He was just out. He was like, bye bye. Wow. You got it. Yeah. I'll load my car up starting right now. I mean, if that's the case, I'm calling BlackRock today. <laughs> I know. If you've considered I know. living in this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. That is crazy. But I've, I'm, first of all, I don't like the government saying what investors can and right. can't invest that's in. a dangerous precedent. Right. But I'm for them not owning you know that here's the here is the um the meaning of something you've always heard you've always heard uh that our founders said this system is wholly inadequate for an immoral and irreligious people okay mm -hmm. it's wholly inadequate okay so how does that phrase tie to blackrock and what we're talking about i'll share in just 60 seconds First of all, if you think the perfect home buying or selling experience doesn't exist, you need to give a call to real estate agents I trust. You might be surprised. Moving is no fun, uh, you know, and selling your house isn't really any fun. When the time comes, there's so much that you have to do to get the house you're selling ready. The things you have to replace, things you have to paint, that weird 1970s wallpaper that you never got around to completely removing. You know, things like that. Doesn't have to, uh, doesn't even have to touch uh, everything that you have to do on the the buying end. Just this is just the selling end. Sitting down at the negotiating table and talking about one of the most expensive purchases you can make is no joke, and you need somebody on your side that is really, really good. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free service to you. We'll refer you to the people that we have vetted, and really, we watch them all the time to make sure that. They earn all of their five-star reviews. They have the best practices, and they are paying attention to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. So our whole system, of the free market, is it's it's based on the invisible hand okay the invisible hand of the market well you are the invisible hand i am the invisible hand and whatever it is we as a collective want the invisible hand of the market will produce 
Okay, because there's money to be made there. And if you are a culture that just wants drugs and to escape and pornography, which we generally are, that's what the invisible hand will will deal. Okay, but if you're a religious and moral people, you don't generally want that. You want things that make people's lives better. And so that's what the invisible hand delivers to you. In this case with BlackRock, this is a really good example. We've never had to have this rule before, okay? We never had this rule before because they didn't want to be in that business because there was no collusion with the government and and with the Fed and all this money sloshing around. And so the Everybody thought, no, I, I don't want to be in that business. I don't like that business. But now that we are a culture that is so far off the reservation where these guys can come in and just make a killing on houses and put our friends and neighbors really into a rental house for the rest of the year. And while they create Pottersville, we let them. This is it's a wonderful life. The Jimmy Stewart character was the feel of the town. He was, everybody was against Potter, but Potter had money. But the good guy stood up and said, no, you don't want to do that. Well, where's the good guy? If you don't have the Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life, then you either get Pottersville or you have to have a government step in and say, no, I'll protect you from yourself because you don't have the sense to stop it. Mm. And you don't want that either. No, that's when you lose free market and freedoms. Yep. Um, by the way, I don't know what's happening to Fetterman. Did you see what? <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's incredible. Uh, Fetterman, there's like three issues right now where he's been really good. You're like, wait a minute. What? Uh huh. Fetterman said, if we want peace, then Israel has to be able to destroy all of Hamas. Isn't it interesting how that as his brain apparently heals, uh, it starts <laughs> it, it going is. to the right. It, hmm. it is. It <laughs> is. It's really strange. Really, yeah. really strange. Huh? Because uh, it does seem like he's getting physically it better. It does. And I'm happy. He's speaking for that. a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy for that. Didn't think that would happen. But as he's getting better, it's like, wait, he's starting to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. How much do you know about inflation and how it happens? How much do your kids know? Prices go up. That much is obvious. But what do you really know about it? What causes it? What causes inflation? Hyperinflation. What makes it worse? What makes it better? Do we get out of this economic sinkhole intact? Or do we just repeat the mistakes of the past and, and let it drag us down completely? It is important for you and your family to know about things. Going forward, especially in this new generation, they're not being taught anything. It's even more important your kids and grandkids know it than you knowing it. 
The Tuttle Twins would like to enlighten them and you with a free stocking stuffer. It's a book called The Tuttle Twins and The Creature from Jekyll Island. It explains inflation and our money in a way that both kids and adults can enjoy and understand. And the books are free until they run out of this extra supply or until the end of the week. And that is today. So don't wait. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get this free book. You just pay for shipping. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Teach your kids how to stay ahead of inflation. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 live Eastern, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcast. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Jonathan Isaac, he's the uh, NBA basketball player for the Orlando Magic. He's also written a book, Why I Stand. He was he became very popular to people who don't know sports um, during the um, uh, during the covid uh, debacle uh, because he said no. He is he founded Unitas uh, and has now created the first basketball shoe to feature a visible Bible verse. Uh, you can find all of this at weareunitis.com. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program, Jonathan. By the way, full disclosure, Unitas is a sponsor, I think, of the Blaze. So just want to make sure you know that. But I don't really care. It doesn't affect my conversation with Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? Good. How's your ankle? It's doing better. It's doing better. I appreciate you. I'm, I'm actually uh, on this call with you on my way to practice. Okay, good. Good. So um, what prompted, for people who don't know anything about Unitas, what prompted you to start Unitas? Well, what, what prompted me was first just wanting to see my values represented in the marketplace, right. specifically in the sports and apparel lane. Um, we've got a, a a plethora of companies today, and really just our society at whole. I, I felt are moving away from godly values and principles, and also constitutional values and principles. And so it's like, hey, I, I know that millions of people feel the same way I do about what makes a prosperous society: faith, family, freedom, things like that. And uh, um, I wanted to be able to give them something that they can be encouraged by, and just feel good about, and, and know that the company that they're supporting completely supports and stands for their values, not just behind closed doors, but um, in the in the in the mainstream media and marketplace. What what prompted Nike to pull their partnership from you? You know, I don't. <laughs> so I I don't officially know. Um, a part of it is when when players get hurt, it's it's, it's something that happens, right? I, back in the bubble. Um, after I stood, I got hurt, and it was a pretty serious injury. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's a part of the business. If you can't play, you know, you can't make companies money. And so I wasn't able to play, and so they didn't resign me. Okay. Um, and so you now have introduced Judah One. This is the first basketball shoe to be manufactured with a visible Bible verse in it. Uh, never been done before. Tell me about it. Yeah, so, again, that's just me trying to be authentically myself and the the sneaker actually came about before the idea of united started and because i didn't resign with nike i actually went to my pastor and i told him hey you know i don't have a shoe company anymore just we were, we were just talking casually and he said make your own sneaker 
And I was like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. He said, make your own sneaker. And so I went down the, the line, okay, what would it look like? And then I wanted it to be authentically me. And so I'm like, shoot, we'll put Bible verses on it. My middle name is Judah. We'll call it the Judah one and, and have that. Judah on the side of it, the Lion of Judah. And so um, that's where it started. And then the bigger idea of Unitas came about because it was like, why just create a sneaker for myself? Yeah. Why not give everybody an alternative avenue to stand for their values? And so um, that's where it started. And, and I'm just so glad that it's been released. And honestly, the, the, the support and the, the recognition of it has been absolutely amazing. And so I'm appreciative. So what is the, what is the process like to design your own sneaker? So mine, mine was a little different, I'm sure, than most. What I, I remember watching a movie <laughs> a, a while back, and the person had went to a college campus yeah. and um, used the students. And so that's what I did. UCF was right here, and so I was able to connect with their design school, and we turned it into an, an entire assignment for the students, and we were able to pay five of them to come up with designs that we liked, and, and that's where the first prototype design of the Judah one was born. And we just ran with it once, once, once we got it from them. So it's uh, so, it, but it wasn't just the design; it was the design of the actual shoe, or is the shoe itself, you know, far as the way it works, or you know, on your foot, is it, right. It was, it was, it was just the the flat face design, and then we were able to take it to factories and a, and a company called Soulworks to actually turn this into a real sneaker. Unbelievable. Um, so you have not only uh, sneakers, but you also have active wear, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I'm looking at um, weareunitas.com. You've got a great uh, I Stand With Israel t-shirt right on the front. I mean, you are bold, brother. You are bold. <laughs> and I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. These make great Christmas gifts. Um, how much is the Judah one? The Judah one is $150. Okay. Um, they, they will ship them out, uh, ready to, uh, ready to go for Christmas. You'll find something, uh, that is, uh, at we are Unitas, uh, dot com. I, I wanted to get you on because I, I wanted to ask you, I think this is such a remarkable product. Um, and I, I just applaud you. You're the first guy to really come in and just say, Hey, I'm, I'm doing my own thing and I'm doing it for God and I'm doing it because our values are being lost. Uh, I would love to have any of your shoes uh, in our museum. I mean, I can buy the, sh the, the shoes that are being sold right now, but if you have any of the prototypes, any of the early stuff, I'd like to keep it in our museum because I think this is going to be an important shoe. Absolutely. We, we can make that happen. Glenn, I, I appreciate you. I, when you, when you said, you know, you're bold in all these things. I have definitely developed, uh, I would say, quite a bit of callus over the, over the years. <laughs> just, <laughs> just from the different things. So I'm like, look, th this is who I am. I think with the way that our, our country is going, we have to be just authentic and transparent about what it is that we believe in and stand on it. And no, it's not, everybody's not going to agree with it. No, not everybody's going to like it. But there are, there are so many people who need to see somebody stand up for what they believe in to know that it's okay to do it themselves. And I, I guess that's a part of my calling, and I just want to, you know, walk it out. You're a, you're a good man. Thank you so much. It's great to have somebody that um, our kids and even people like me can look up to and say, look at this guy. Look at what he's doing. Courage is contagious. And uh, you are spreading that like crazy. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Glenn. To God yeah. be all the glory. Seriously.
God bless. Um, we are Unitas.com. We are Unitas.com. And on the back tab is the Bible verse, which I think is fantastic. And uh, I think he's coming out with the fourth iteration of the uh, Judah one. There's, there's several of them. And it's, he's coming out with the uh, fourth or the fifth now. Great Christmas gifts. We are Unitas.com. You know him, Pat? I don't follow the NBA that closely, but I know of him. Yeah, I, I've heard NBA's of NBA's changed so much, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I don't know. I, it's just been a while since I've, I've really followed, followed it closely. But um, it's nice. It's really refreshing to see a professional athlete who's in the news because of something positive like that instead of beating up his wife or girlfriend. I or, have to tell you, there's a lot of, I think the NFL is changing. I think there's yeah. a lot of guys in the NFL that are really Christ-centered and really good and are role, outspoken about it. And outspoken about it. Uh, I he's the only one in the NBA that I that I'm aware of, but I, I don't obviously. Yeah, there could be others. But. Yeah, follow the NBA at all, but I know he has paid a very very high price, and I I hope he is, and this shoe becomes very very successful. Everybody is like, oh, I got to have a Nike shoe. I got to have a Nike shoe. Why? Why? Mm -hmm. Why is fashion? You know, I, I thought of something the other day that we are, we are truly, um, we've lost shame in our society. There's no shame. And, and that's what I thought. And then a friend of mine said, you know, uh, I don't, I, you know, sometimes I, I, my wife will say something if I'm wearing, you know, socks in my, my sandals. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, well, she should. But I, it made me think that we are brand shamed. We, if you're not dressed properly, if you're not with the right brand, and that could be from politics to clothing, car, neighborhood whatever it is we shame for brands now yeah we don't have personal shame anymore and that's one of the big problems with our society we shame needs to be returned uh away from this brand shaming but actual values you know mm -hmm. you're a bad guy you should be ashamed of yourself you're ripping people off. You're Hunter Biden. You should be ashamed of yourself. That kind of stuff about Hunter Biden, we're going to get into it next hour. Stuff about Hunter Biden. You know, the, the, the average person used to be like, oh, my gosh, I, I can't. I mean, my life is over. Yeah. Now yeah. he becomes more famous and more popular. Sells his art for more money. Well, that's only because Daddy's yeah, president well, gives you that. There <laughs> gives is you that. access. All right, uh, more in just a second. Tunnel to Towers is our sponsor. Out of the terrible tragedy of 9-11 came the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. Tunnel to Towers is there to support the families of the first responders and veterans when they don't come home or are severely injured in the line of duty. Foundation pays off their mortgage, does everything they can to lift the financial burden through their Gold Star Family Home Program, their Fallen First Responder Program. 
With the smart home program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders get their independence back with a mortgage-free home that's specially adapted to meet their physical needs. Through the Homeless Veterans Program, Tunnel to Tower has been helping over 2,000 people stay off the streets this year. And um, the Homeless Veteran Program is getting bigger and bigger every year, and they really need your help. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifice that today's heroes make every single day. And their work depends on you. Would you help by donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org? That's T, the number two T, dot org. The Glenn Beck Program. Hello and welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, so the uh, budget director for uh, Biden was was uh, meeting uh, with uh, the GOP and you know trying to get things uh, done, and she was stunned at what the GOP is demanding, and, and that is well, it's so outrageous. Yeah, it's so outrageous. Secure the borders. Listen to this. We're always willing to have a conversation. Um, but I believe Congress has been talking about this long enough, and I'm happy uh, that the question was called. Unfortunately, uh, people who know the stakes, who are supporters of Ukraine, who are supporters of Israel, uh, decided to put politics ahead of our uh, national security interests. And frankly, I'm, I, I remain stunned by that. Stunned. Stunned. I mean, I, I don't know. It seems to me that national security is probably the, the, the priority would be who's coming into our country right now. Yeah, you would think there'd be some consideration of <laughs> yeah, that, that, but that there isn't. Be, that might be the top priority for <laughs> national security, but no, no, no. No. No, it's Ukraine. And here's, I mean, there's no reason to be worried about what's going on at the border. Take a look at this from yesterday with the illegals. Very excited they made it from Where are you guys from? Africa. Africa, where? Good. That's a long walk. Yeah, it sure is. Okay. That's good. Here comes some more runners. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's good. And then, I mean, it's Look at this. 10, 12,000 people a day on most days now. Per day. And we don't know where they're coming from, what their intention is, where they're going. They're just good they're people. Doing. They're just, just good people. Good just, family people, you know obviously. What's, you know what's terrifying is this idea that now these guys can be brought into the military yeah. to protect. I mean, we've all asked, why are there so many, you know, 18 to 24 year old men? There were no families there. There was no girls there, no women. Mm-hmm. So why is this all 18, 24 year old men? And what are they going to do now that the military has disenfranchised so many and they can't get the recruitment numbers up? Now they're talking about, well, what about all these illegal aliens? We give them citizenship if they serve. You know, it'd be really great Ooh. 
you know, it'd be really great is if we could send our sons and daughters, the native born Americans, you know, generally from the center of the country, if we could send them over to the meat grinder that is Ukraine. Yes. And then we could have these new guys come in and they can protect the homeland. <laughs> right. Wouldn't that be great? That's a great idea. Great idea. And don't think the Biden administration hasn't already thought oh, of that. Oh, absolutely. They've thought of Probably that. planning it. Yeah. In I mean, fact. George Soros is having dreams of that every mm-hmm. single night. How great would that be? It's horrible. Horrible. Um, here is, um, you know, we're being we're being shelled by the Houthis. And, you know, I don't know. It's a problem for me that the United States has to protect itself more than once from a group called the Houthis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in yeah. Yemen. But uh, we are now. Here's John Kirby at a press conference yesterday talking about the armed conflict with the Houthis. John, is the U.S. in any sort of a conflict with the Houthis? In a sort of a conflict with the Houthis. We are not in an armed conflict with the Houthis per se. That said, as I said at the top, uh, we're going to do what we have to do to to protect ourselves, our partners, and merchant shipping. And we've done it in the past. We'll do it again in the future. That sounds a little bit like a conflict. Mm. We are protecting and defending freedom of navigation. We're protecting and defending uh, uh, our ability to operate in the region, in the Red Sea and surrounding waters. And as I said at the top, we are looking to flesh out an already pretty robust combined maritime force to protect freedom of navigation in the area. And mm. like I said, we've got a, a couple of... Uh, but we're not in several. conflict. No. We're not in conflict. No. Yes, dozens and dozens of our soldiers have been wounded by these people, but is that a conflict, really? No. no. They're the Houthis. The Glenn Beck Program.